So what happened? Qalu, they said, Ya Musa, O Musa. Now imagine, big place, right? All the magicians on one side, and Musa salam on the other side. And who's watching? The entire nation is watching. The entire nation is watching. Amongst them, Fir'aun and his mala. So what happens? The Sahara, the magicians, they say, Ya Musa, O Musa, Imma, either, an that, tulqiya, you throw, wa imma, and or, an that, nakuna, we are, nahnu we, al-mulqeen, those who throw. Meaning, would you like to throw first, or would you like us to throw first? In other words, would you like to go first? Musa alayhi salam, what did he say? Qala, he said, alqu, you throw, you go ahead. Many times what happens? That if there are two people who have to do the same thing, we always want to be the first ones. Is it? Is it? Generally, I mean if food has to be poured, come on, I want to pour first. You know, we pretend that we're being very nice. I'm like, you go first, you go first. Right? Likewise, if people are talking, there's a conversation going on. Right? We always want to speak out first. Our thoughts, our opinions. We don't want to wait and let others speak, hear them out first, and then say what we have to. What do we want to do? We want to go first always. Musa a.s. he's so calm over here. He says, you go ahead, you throw. It seems like the magicians were very excited. You know, they were like so sure that they were going to win, and they couldn't wait for the gifts from Fir'aun. So they're like, would you like to go first, or can we go first? So Musa a.s. said, alqu, go ahead, you throw first. فَلَمَّا so when alqaw, they threw. The magicians, they threw. And Musa a.s. is just watching them patiently. Now the thing is that there is a benefit in going first and there is also a greater benefit in going second. Is there? What's the greater benefit in going second? Yes. Exactly. That you see the first person doing what they have to show and you know what you're dealing with. So you know that, okay, this is my target, I have to perform better. So for example, if there is a match between two teams, all right, the first team, they score, let's say, 80 runs or something. okay, And the second team, they're getting tired and exhausted. But what will happen? When their turn comes, they will know that we just have to beat those 80 runs. That's it. We don't have to try to get 100, 110. No, our goal is... 80. So they exert only that much effort. Right? So just like that, when you go second, you know what your goal is. So you don't have to exert all of your effort. You don't have to go crazy. Right? You can save your energy. You can do just enough. So Musa salam, he said, you go first. But the thing is that you have to be patient over there. In a conversation also, always hear people out first. Hear people out first and then speak. Because sometimes it happens. Somebody walks in, you're upset with them, they look upset and you give it to them. But if you waited, you heard what they have to say, then perhaps you didn't have to defend yourself that much. You didn't have to accuse them so much. Perhaps they forgot about everything. Perhaps they understood it completely differently. It would have resolved the argument completely if you had waited. So remember, in conversation... In everything, hold on for some time. Be patient. So Musa a.s. very calm. He's not rushed. So what happened? He said, you throw, falamma alqaw. Then when they threw, saharu, 
they bewitched, they affected with magic. What? A'yun al-nas, a'yun, plural of a'in, a'in ya noon. So they affected with magic the eyes of people. What does it mean by this word saharu? Saharu is from sihr, seen hara. What does sihr mean? What does sihr mean? Magic. And the literal meaning of the word sihr is to make something appear in a form other than the real one. What is it? To make something appear in a form other than the real one. So basically it's a trick. The reality is not what it seems to be. The reality is not what it seems to be. So for example, magic show. Alright? There is a person who's put in a coffin. And his head is sticking out from one side and his legs are sticking out from one side. And a man comes with a big knife. And what does he do? He cuts the box. Okay, saw, chainsaw, something like that. And literally he cuts the box into half. And the man isn't dead. Okay? Now, if it actually happened like that, then the man would not be alive. He would have been dead. Right? Because physically, given the laws of physics that we are aware of, it doesn't make sense that how a box would be cut in half with a man inside and the man wouldn't bleed. It doesn't make sense at all. So what happened over there? This is why sihr is also, another definition is sihr is an effect whose cause is unknown. Effect whose cause is unknown. Meaning you don't know how it's working out. You don't know how this worked out. This is what sihr is. So basically, sihr is some kind of trick. Right? In which people's eyes are being played with. There is deception involved. Right? Depending on what kind of magic it is. So over here, what happened? They affected the eyes of people. The magicians, what they did was, they had lots of sticks and ropes, and they threw them. And as they threw those sticks and ropes, they turned into snakes. Now imagine, the whole field is just full of snakes. Okay? This is what people saw. How exactly that happened? This is magic. Okay? سَحَرُوا أَعْيُنَ النَّاسِ وَاسْتَرْهَبُوهُمْ and they filled them with fear. Istarhabum is from Rahaba. Rahab. Rahab is fear. Such fear in which a person is restless, meaning he wants to do something to save himself. Now imagine, people are watching and they see all these snakes. You think they wouldn't be afraid? Come on, if you see a snake, one snake, would you be afraid? And if you see five snakes, would you be more afraid? Yes. And if you saw fifty and a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred, two fifty he would be even more frightened. And istarhabuhum. Notice a scene and ta. Istif'al. Sometimes it gives meaning of seeking. And sometimes it gives a meaning of exaggeration. So istarhabuhum means that they filled them with fear. Like terrified them. People were terrified when they saw that. وَجَاءُوا And they came بِسِحْرٍ عَظِيمٍ With great magic. Musa a.s. also when he saw that, we learn from other places in the Qur'an that he actually was afraid. Any person would be. Any person would be. Musa was a human being. And when he saw all those snakes, he was afraid. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comforted him and told him, don't fear. وَأَوْحَيْنَا And we inspired إِلَى Musa to Musa on that alqi yutro asaka your staff. Notice, Musa didn't come to that place prepared. That okay, when they do this, I'm going to do this. He didn't know what he was going to do. He went 
because that's a situation that he was put in. Allah sent him. He was trusting Allah. And at that time, Allah told him what to do. And many times it will happen with you too. That all of a sudden you find yourself in a situation, you're like, I wasn't ready for this. I didn't bargain with this. I wasn't told that this is what I was supposed to do. And what happens? You make dua to Allah, and Allah puts like, you know, great ideas in your head, and then you're able to deal with the situation in a very good way. So Musa salam, he was told, an alqi asak that throw your staff. So when he threw the staff, فَإِذَا then suddenly he it was talqafu lam qafa laqf is basically to grab and swallow something quickly, grab and swallow, grab and swallow. So the staff of Musa salam turned into a snake, and instantly it was swallowing away what ma yafikun that which they were falsifying. Yafikun hamza fa kaf if if is a lie. So basically the magic that they had invented the tricks that the Sahara were showing, the staff of Musa turned into a snake and just gobbled everything up. Can you imagine? Just picture this in your head. Snakes all over. One giant snake comes and just sweeps up all of them. Sweeps all of them. Just imagine. So what happened? فَوَقَعَ الْحَقُّ So the truth happened. وَقَعَ literally means it happened. And over here it gives a sense of that it was established. The truth was established. The truth of who? Musa a.s. Because he won. وَبَطَلَ And it was falsified. It became batil. It was invalidated. What? مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ That which they were doing. Meaning what Musa a.s. showed, the truth was established by that. And the magic of the magicians, it was just proven as false. فَغُلِبُوا So they were overcome. غَيْن لَامْبَ They were overcome. Who? Fir'aun and his people. هُنَالِكَ Right there and then. At that place, at that moment, what happened? They were overcome. وَانْقَلَبُوا And they became صَاغِرِينَ Debased. Ones who are small. Ones who were defeated. Notice the word one qalabu. In qalabu, in qilab is basically to return in a way that is different from how the person came. So a person comes as very happy and excited and arrogant and so confident and when they're going back, they're defeated and sad. This is in qilab. So what happened over here? فَغُلِبُوا هُنَالِكَ وَانْقَلَبُوا صَاغِرِينَ The magicians of Fir'aun. Imagine Fir'aun how confident he must have been at that time that I have these thousands of magicians, experts, and there is Musa, one man, with his brother, and his nation is all oppressed. So imagine how confident Fir'aun was at the beginning. But when the magic of the magicians was destroyed, وَانْقَلَبُوا صَاغِرِينَ They became small and debased. وَأُلْقِيَ And he was thrown. السَّحَرَةُ The magicians. سَاجِدِينَ Ones prostrate. Meaning the magicians, they fell into sajda. What does it mean by this? أُلْقِيَ أُلْقِيَ It means they were made to fall down. As if, you know, an external force, external force, it put them into sajda. 
It's like they were overcome by something and they couldn't help but to prostrate. So the magicians, when they saw their magic being defeated in this way, their instant reaction was what? Sajda. They fell into prostration. قَالُوا They said, آمَنَّا We believe بِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ In the Lord of the worlds. Who is He? رَبِّ مُوسَى وَهَارُونَ The Lord of Musa and Harun. Instantly they fell into sajda, saying, we believe in the Lord of the worlds, the Lord of Musa and Harun. So in other words, what happened? What happened? They accepted their defeat and they acknowledged the truthfulness of Musa Why do you think the magicians did that? What made them do this? What made them believe in Musa Yes? Yes, that these magicians were not ordinary magicians. They were experts of magic that have been brought from all across Egypt. They knew what they were doing. They knew the limits of magic. They knew the force, the power of magic. They knew its strength. And when they saw that one action of Musa salam, it defeated everything that they had to show it killed, it destroyed everything they had to show. They knew that what Musa ﷺ was showing was something beyond magic. It was something that was much more powerful, much more strong than the magic that they could produce. So basically, they recognized that Musa ﷺ was not a magician. He was someone else. Who was he then? Exactly what he was saying. A messenger of Allah, showing to the people not magic, not tricks, but miracles. Because an expert of something, he knows what that thing can do, right? What its limits are. He's the one who's most knowledgeable of it. And he can recognize when something, you know, what his expertise is, or it is something else. Like, for example, you as a, if there's someone who's who knows really well about Indian cooking. Okay? You know what ingredients are used. Alright? In preparing such food. And you can tell when some food is authentic or not. You know what I'm talking about? How do you know if it's authentic or not? Because you've had it all your life. You've cooked it all your life. You know that inside out. So you know if it's actually Indian or something else. It's like, you know, Chinese food, we think Chinese food is the typical Hakka style Chinese that we eat. But in reality, is it like that? No. Far from that. If you ever take a Chinese person to such a restaurant, you tell them this is Chinese food, they're like, really? This is news to me. It's like Afghani food. We think it is... Uh, you know, the food that you get at certain restaurants, right? Grilled meat. But is it actually like that? Ask the Afghans if they actually eat food like that. They don't. It's very different. Hmm? So they know what they're dealing with. So just like that, the magicians, when they saw it, they knew it wasn't magic. So they fell down in sajda. They accepted their defeat. And they acknowledged the truth. Instantly they believed. قَالَ فِرْعَوْنَ Now Fir'aun, he spoke up. He was very furious. He said, أَمَنْتُمْ You believed bihi in him, meaning in Musa. قَبْلَ Before, أَنْ that أَذَنَ لَكُمْ I allowed for you. 
ادنا فروم ادن الف دال نون حمزه دال نون يو ديير تو بيليف ان موسى بيفور ايفن تيكينج ماي بيرميشن هاو كود يو واي دينت يو تيك ماي بيرميشن بيفور يو بيليفد ان موسى يو سي ايمان ات سيتس ا بيرسون فري the magicians they did not have to take pharaoh's permission in order to believe they believed they were released from the oppression of pharaoh meaning from his stronghold over them just with their iman and pharaoh he was very offended and many people they behave like pharaoh when they expect that not a leaf should fall except with their permission not a dish should move in the house except with their permission not a pair of shoes should be placed somewhere else without their permission and they become like pharaohs of the house who am i talking about none else but our dear women you and i when we become like this and unfortunately as we grow older and we take more control over our houses we become like this and we cannot tolerate if someone even if they are our children have placed their shoes in a different location or if they have put the dishes somewhere else i'm not saying that there should be no organization in the house there should be organization but let people feel like they're at home let them make their decisions sometimes at least a house should not feel like long time ago like how germany was seriously you shouldn't feel like there's a dictator over you and you have no freedom to do anything but unfortunately many times this happens that when children are not even allowed to wear what they want hmm i'm not saying that let your children dress up in a way that is inappropriate but come on let them decide if they want to wear brown pants or black pants what's the big deal what will happen they will look really funny if they're wearing black pants they would not look that great that you're going out and they're wearing their fleece pants as opposed to their dress pants what's the big deal let them learn let them decide let them make their own decision give them some independence and people who try to control other people's lives like this you don't spend any money except that you report to me except that you ask me you're not going to buy anything except after my permission and unfortunately sometimes women try to control their husbands in this way which is very strange the husband poor guy he's making money and he doesn't have the freedom to buy a phone that he wants why my wife doesn't allow me he's a man not a kid anymore and you are dealing with your husband not your child sometimes women expect that the money that the husband brings should be given to them and because my husband doesn't know how to spend money he just wastes money this is really sad very sad so let's not become like pharaohs in the house and let's give people the space they need the independence they need so he said how dare you believe before my permission you should have asked me he said inna hada indeed this lamakrun surely a plot makartumuhu you all have plotted it fil madina in the city so he accused them all of this is just a plot that you all have plotted together all of you magicians with musa that will pretend that we're magicians and will pretend that we're competing against you so we'll do this and you make sure that you perform this feat you know of your magic so that you can defeat our magic and you know we'll all pretend that we lost and you won o musa 
He said that this is all a plot that you have made. You all have contrived. Why? لِتُخْرِجُوا So that you can expel minha from it, ahlaha its people. He is repeating the same words. You want to expel us from here. Whereas that's something that Musa never said. He said, فَسَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ Soon you will know. He's threatening them. He's threatening them over here. Now what do we see? That people who are very arrogant don't want to accept their defeat. If they ever fail, what do they do? They blame others. If they lose a game, they say the match was rigged. Hmm? They say that this was all planned. This is all a trick. If someone you know, says something to them in public, they say, you guys must have planned all of this from before. He doesn't want to accept his defeat, his failure. He doesn't want to acknowledge it. So he always blames others. This is exactly what happened to Fir'aun. He didn't want to accept his defeat. So he blamed Musa alayhisam, he blamed the magicians. And he threatened them. He threatened them. How? He said, فَسَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ Soon you will know. لَأُقَطِّعَنَّ Surely I will definitely cut off. What will I cut off? أَيْدِيَكُمْ Your hands, وَأَرْجُلَكُمْ And your feet. أَيْدِي Plural of يَدْ أَرْجُلْ Plural of رِجِلْ I will cut off your hands and your feet مِنْ خِلَافٍ From opposite sides. So right hand and left foot. Or left hand and right foot. I'm gonna cut them off. ثُمَّ then لَأُصَلِّبَنَّكُمْ Then I will surely, definitely crucify you all. صَادْ I will crucify you all. أَجْمَعِينَ All together. Meaning every single one of you. Don't think that you're too many in number. So I'm going to spare some of you. No. I am going to cut off hands and feet from opposite sides of every single one of you and crucify every single one of you also. Now, this punishment is insane. This threat is insane. Fir'aun, what he did was, he literally cut off their hands and feet from opposite sides. And imagine, as they're bleeding, what did he do? He crucified them on date palm trunks and he just left them there to die. And this was done with every single magician. Why did he do this? Basically, he wanted to frighten the entire nation that you don't do what these magicians did. Because think about it. When Musa won, all the magicians, they fell in sajda. They believed in Musa And by the way, they did sajda to Allah, not to Musa Okay. Now, all of a sudden, Musa he had a great following. And the Bani Israel who were oppressed, they perhaps had some guts to speak up now. They had a chance to be happy, a reason to be excited. Now Fir'aun, he was afraid over here, that if this trend continues, very soon people are going to dare to rebel against me. So I should oppress them even more. I should control them even more. And what did he do? Every single previously magician, now they were believers. What did he do? He had them punished in this severe way. So first of all, he threatened them that you better leave the religion of Musa or else I'm going to do this to you. Qalu, they said, the magicians, they said, Inna ila rabbina munqalibun. Indeed, we are to our Lord ones who will return. Meaning, what's the big deal? You're going to kill us? So what? Everyone's going to die anyways. And we have to go back to Allah anyways. So what's the harm? Go ahead, do whatever you want. In another place in the Qur'an we learn, they said, لا ضير, no harm, no big deal. Do whatever you want. And this is what iman does to a person. It makes him fearless. 
It makes him so confident that he doesn't even fear dying then. He doesn't even fear death then. And in fact, this is true with regards to anything that a person is passionate about, that a person firmly believes in. Even if he has to risk his life, he doesn't worry. He's not afraid. Like for example, people who climb mountains. I mean, do they really have to climb mountains to get some treasure from up there? No. But they risk their lives. Don't they? They risk their lives in such extreme weather conditions, so strenuous, so difficult, but they do it. Why? Because they like it. They're passionate about it. The fear of death is removed from their hearts. So just like that, the Sahara, they were calm even when Fir'aun threatened them. In the Quran, Allah says, Surah Yunus, Ayah 62, أَلَا إِنَّ أَوْلِيَا اللَّهِ لَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْسَنُونَ The friends of Allah, they will have no fear and no regrets. And the magicians, they said, وَمَا أَنَّاتْ تَنْقِمُوا You take revenge, you resent minna from us. تَنْقِمُوا from noon قَافْ It is to take some action against someone because you dislike them. So it's like resentment that leads to you can say revenge or some harm. So, وَمَا تَنْقِمُ مِنَّا You only resent us, إِلَّا except أَنْ آمَنَّا That we believed, بِآيَاتِ رَبِّنَا With signs of our Lord, لَمَّا when جَاءَتْنَا It came to us. Meaning, what's the big deal, Fir'aun? Why are you so mad? Why are you doing this to us? Is it simply because we believed in the truth when it became clear to us? This is why you're going to torture us in this way? This is why you're going to take our lives away? This is why you're going to kill us? And it's amazing how sometimes people get furious, furious over little, little things. If you analyze, it's not really a big deal that somebody ate your chocolate bar. But we become so angry, so angry as though somebody broke our bed or destroyed our room. Is it really a big deal that somebody ate your chocolate bar? Really? Is it really a big deal that somebody put their shoes in front of the door and not in the shoe closet? Is it really that big of a deal that you yell at them and you humiliate them in public? Is it really a big deal that somebody is trying to have a conversation on the phone and they don't see that you need their help? What's the big deal? Forgive people. Let them go. Let them be. Give them some space. Don't become so vengeful. Who becomes like this? An arrogant person who thinks that the whole world should revolve around them. Everything should be according to their will and their desires. And if something happens that is not according to their desires, then oh ho. It's like a calamity has happened. It's like a great destruction has taken place. So we see over here, they ask Fir'aun, what's the big deal? Why are you so upset with us? Is it just because we believe in the truth? In the ayat of our Lord, when they came to us, they made dua, Rabbana, O our Lord, afrigh you poor, faraghain. It's to make something empty. So for example, a jug of water, you just pour everything out, so the jug is empty. So they said, afrigh you pour down, alayna upon a sabran patience. They didn't turn to Fir'aun saying, we beg you of your mercy, please forgive us. Okay, fine, we'll leave the religion of Musa. No. They remained firm. 
They remained firm and they didn't ask Fir'aun for any mercy. Rather, they turned to Allah for patience. رَبَّنَا أَفْرِغْ عَلَيْنَا صَبْرًا Because they knew that Fir'aun, he was going to do what he said. He meant it. They knew what a tyrant he was. And they didn't want to give up their faith just because of Fir'aun. So they made dua to Allah, you give us patience. وَتَوَفَّنَا And you raise us Muslimin as Muslims. Meaning, don't let us become weak that we give up our faith out of fear of Fir'aun. Let us die as Muslims in the state of submission to you. Ibn Abbas عنه, he said, these people, they started the day as sorcerers and they ended the day as martyrs. The beginning of the day, what were they? Magicians. By the end of the day, what were they? Shuhada. What changed? Iman. How their status changed completely. Their destination changed completely. Their end result changed completely because of their iman. Recitation. قَالُوا يَا مُوسَىٰ إِمَّا أَن تُلْقِيَ وَإِمَّا أَن نَكُونَ نَحْنُ الْمُلْقِينَ قَالَ أَلْقُوا فَلَمَّا أَلْقَوْا سَحَرُوا وَاسْتَرْهَبُوهُمْ وَجَاءُوا بِسِحْرٍ عَظِيمٍ وَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَى مُوسَى أَنْ أَلْقِ عَصَاكَ فَإِذَا هِيَ تَلْقَفُ مَا يَأْفِكُونَ فَوَقَعَ الْحَقُّ وَبَطَلَ مَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُونَ فَغُلِبُوا هُنَالِكَ وَانْقَلَبُوا صَاغِرِينَ وَأُلْقِيَ السَّحَرَةُ سَاجِدِينَ قَالُوا آمَنَّا بِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ بِمُوسَى وَهَارُونَ قَالَ فِرْعَوْنُ آمَنْتُمْ بِهِ قَبْلَ أَنْ آذَنَ لَكُمْ إِنَّ هَذَا لَمَكْرٌ مَكَرْتُمُوهُ فِي الْمَدِينَةِ لِتُخْرِجُوا مِنْهَا أَهْلَهَا فَسَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ لَأُقَطِّعَنَّ أَيْدِيَكُمْ وَأَرْجُلَكُمْ مِنْ خِلَافٍ ثُمَّ لَأُصَلِّبَنَّكُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّا إِلَى رَبِّنَا مُنْقَلِبُونَ وَمَا تَنْقِمُ مِنَّا إِلَّا أَنْ آمَنَّا بِآيَاتِ رَبِّنَا لَمَّا جَاءَتْنَا 